Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season. Now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Tom Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? I bet you have a feeling. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports bus to make some bets on the bowl games, my bookie's where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. My bookie got you covered. From the NBA to the Premier League to the NHL, they've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week, parlay wagers, let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sport, sports books around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra 1000 in free money to play with on my bookie. All you have to do is use our promo code THPN to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code THPN to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Team you hate playing again? Yeah, uh, I guess fucking auto, I guess. <laughs> We're a team. Hey guys, it's Shane. Welcome back to another episode of the Frozen Biscuit Podcast. We're part of the Hockey Podcast Network. So, today's episode, before I get into it, uh, we are running a contest. If you saw our Twitter, it will be sponsored by Customized Sports that they do, you know, custom jersey kits for almost any jersey uh, for, you know, NHL, AHL. They even have, you know, NBA and MLB. So the the way the contest is going to work is there will be a trivia question in the episode. And the first person to message us on Twitter, uh, FrozenBiscuit92, that they will be entered, well, they'll win the the prize. So it's every episode there will be a new winner. So you know you have eight chances to get on uh, get on board. With that being said, uh, if you want, once you get the jersey kit from Customized Sports, we also have the uh, the print shop Ottawa who is offering to do the heat pressing for free uh, if you wanted. So what you can do is send myself the jersey with the name uh, with the name kit and we c- I can get that, you know, set up for them. Uh, so that is something if you wanted we can do. If not, it's totally optional. But uh, if it if you want, we can do we can sort that out. But onto the actual episode, uh, we finished up 
our four games of the week. Obviously, a second set of back-to-backs against Washington and Ottawa in Ottawa. Um, And then Ottawa versus Toronto in Toronto. So we'll talk a little bit about that, as well as, you know, Hogberg, uh, Anderson, Borowicki, uh, as well as Belleville. We're going to do a little bit of Belleville talk when uh, near the end of the episode because, you know, they're doing well. A lot of the guys down there are doing well, so we're going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, so we'll take a, a short break and we'll be back. Hey, hockey fans. If you're like me, you have a couple of plain jerseys hanging in your closet, no name or number on it. But I got a solution for you where you can get whatever name, whatever number you want from any jersey. Visit my friends Chris and Kevin at Customized Sports for all your customization needs. They have hundreds of teams available for purchase at their eBay store. They're shipping out of Toronto. If you can't find what you're looking for, message them and they'll try to accommodate you. Visit their store on eBay at ebaystores.com slash customized sport, or you can catch them on reddit at username u slash customized dash sport so we're back and with that being said we're gonna jump right into the uh the games um washington where i'm kind of surprised where uh we finished like we lost five to three definitely thought Based off the first period, especially early in the first period, uh, it would have been a runaway game. It would have been, I was expecting like 7 nothing. Um, the fact that, you know, Ovechkin only scored twice was kind of surprising. Seeing Shabak get on the board was nice. Anisimov, Tierney obviously. Tierney obviously getting on the board is always a good sign. It was a very, uh, the fact that it was 2 nothing after the first, it was kind of disheartening. Uh, our penalty kill was pretty good. You know, only allowed one goal on five attempts. It's uh, that's not bad, I have to say. But overall, I just I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that we were it was our third game of the week, but we were off for two days, and you know that it's hard to get your legs back going like that. Uh, Tierney getting the shorthanded goal, obviously, because why not? Um, and then Shabak getting on the board was nice. Ennis is just being Ennis. Uh, and then Duclair getting an assist. Shabak getting an assist on the Anisimov goal. So it just, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot better. I'm not going to lie. I definitely think there's some good takeaways. We were kind of toe-in-toe with them in the second and third. You know, we outscored them in the second. We, you know, got outscored in the third, ultimately losing the game. But, you know, See, this is the thing. We had 37 shots against. Like, Washington had 37 shots. You take out the 11 from Ovechkin, they have 26 shots. Like, or 25 shots. My bad. Um, Yeah, 26 shots compared to our 28. So Ovechkin had 11 of their 37 shots. That's ridiculous. Um, Ottawa's highest was Kachuk at four. Kachuk, Nemesnikov, and Ennis all had four shots. So, like, you know, one one person outshot, almost outshot three people. 
Uh, that's kind of crazy. So that, that's got to change. Um, but I think overall it was a pretty decent effort. I think uh, for the fact that they're, you know, they're leading the league or they're leading the East right now, it was a, a very good effort in all in all. Obviously, after that first period, it was garbage. Uh, and then we had to go on the road. And, yeah, we definitely deserved better in that game. Anderson probably played his best game of the season uh, against Toronto, which was nice to see. I was kind of worried that he would, f- like, fluke and, you know, be garbage. But he and he had no chance on the Spezza goal. Like I don't care who's in net. Spezza scoring. That's like vintage Spezza. Ottawa should be used to it. But overall, like I think Ottawa played a really good game. It was definitely. It could have gone either way, and you know, losing in overtime to a team that's on the bubble who expected to be in a lot better position is obviously something that we should be proud of. Uh, it shouldn't be like, oh, we lost in overtime. It should be like, we, you know, if we finished our chances more, we could have won this game. And it's looking at the bright side, uh, getting, you know, Batherson had three, uh, only had one shot. Duclair had three, but Batherson had three hits. You know, Connor Brown only had one shot. Peugeot had three. Ennis had three. Like, it's just, a lot could have been better. Um, you know, congratulations to Borowicki for getting his seventh goal of the season. And it was a really nice play, not going to lie. Uh, you know, it was a nice little half slapper. Batherson was in front of the net. Uh, Hutchinson didn't have a chance on it. So I'm, I'm glad. I think we played well. I think it's momentum we can take in. Obviously, we don't play until Tuesday, which kind of sucks. Uh, and then we start playing almost like every other day. It's ridiculous how uh, how much Ottawa plays over the next month after this really horrible horrible scheduling uh, to start it. But I think honestly, it's gonna be a lot of um, trying times, especially going down near the deadline. I also think that if Ottawa wants to be competitive that it's time to turn it up a notch but you know it's hard to tell it's so hard to tell with this rebuilding team what to expect but you know we don't play Monday we play Tuesday Thursday Saturday uh, two at home one on the road and we play Colorado twice in the next like week and a half we play them next Tuesday the 11th and then it's literally the it's Anaheim, Colorado, Winnipeg, at Winnipeg, at Colorado, at home for like six in a row. We play Arizona, Toronto, Dallas, back to back, Buffalo, Winnipeg, Montreal, all at home, and then we play Columbus, Nashville on the road, back to back, and finish the month against Vancouver and Detroit. So I'm expecting, you know, a good amount of losses, but it definitely, like, you know, if we can beat Arizona, Colorado, Winnipeg, Montreal, they, like, if we can, even if we can beat them once, we could kind of throw, a, like, mainly a team like Vancouver and Arizona, we'll kind of throw a, a fork 
in their in their playoff plans as well as Montreal and Buffalo. So we could play spoiler, and I think that's what Ottawa should be looking at. I it's hard to tell what they should do heading into the uh, NHL trade deadline because there is so little. You know, because Belleville's doing so well that, and you're on the, like, you play Columbus on the day that the trade deadline is because the trade deadline's on the 24th. It's so hard to see, like, what's going to happen because you play that day, uh, you know, Ottawa is, like, they're at home and then they're on the road. So what really is going to happen and how's it going to play out? All that fun stuff. So, it's going to be an exciting time for Sense fans. It's going to be an interesting time, but it's going to be exciting. With that being said, I think Anderson is out. I think Borowicki stays. DeMello stays. Uh, it's just Belleville's playing so well, it's hard to take guys out. You don't want to ruin that. In Belleville, you want them kind of playing and winning down there together instead of kind of bouncing up and down between Ottawa and Belleville just because you want to see them at the NHL level. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think it's... uh, The only one that I'm kind of interested in is Anderson because we have no update on Nielsen, really. And if they don't think Nielsen's ready to go because they're going to take their time, they may not trade Anderson. I mean, there's no rush to trade Anderson. There's no rush to bring Nielsen back, really. Hogberg's played great. Anderson's been subpar. So, and Decord and Gus in Belleville have been playing really well. So there's no real point in trying to to move things around just because. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be interesting. With that being said, I think uh, Anaheim is definitely a winnable game. It's part of the tank. Losing to them would be okay. Winning against them is fine. I don't really care. Uh, And then obviously Thursday we have uh, the Colorado game, which we'll most likely lose. Uh, (laughs) And then we're at we're at Winnipeg on Saturday at 2 p.m. because it's the um, Hockey Day in Canada. Uh, day I believe and then we're off the 9th and the 10th and then play Colorado at 9pm so interesting couple of games obviously we'll talk about the Anaheim game on Thursday and then next Monday we'll talk about the Colorado Winnipeg game so we'll take a quick little break Uh, once we're back we will talk a little bit more about Belleville Uh, you know the question still needs to be asked so stay tuned for that and uh, we'll talk a little bit about more, a little bit about Borowicki and the trade deadline. So yeah, stay tuned, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. 
Hey hockey fans, if you're like me, you have a couple of plain jerseys hanging in your closet, no name or number on. But I got a solution for you where you can get whatever name, whatever number you want from any jersey. Visit my friends Chris and Kevin at Customized Sports for all your customization needs. They have hundreds of teams available for purchase at their eBay store. They're shipping out of Toronto. If you can't find what you're looking for, message them and they'll try to accommodate you. Visit their store on eBay at ebaystores.com slash customized sports. Or you can catch them on Reddit at username u slash customized dash sports. And we're back. So, we're going to kick off this part of it with the question of the episode. And that question is, who were the top... We're going to make it easy. Who were the top five picks of the 2016 NHL draft? So, easy peasy. Top five picks of the 2016 NHL draft. First person to let me know on Twitter through um, direct message will win a custom or your choice of jersey kit through customized sports so with that uh, we mentioned that we're going to talk a little bit about Boro and Anderson and a little bit more of Hogberg and whatnot heading into because of you know the uh, trade deadline it's just I don't see it happening unless Nielsen's 100% healthy and he's ready to come back for Anderson I just it's not something I see happening I also don't see Boro being traded. I think he's too valuable for this team. And I think as much as people uh, understand that, you know, it's a rebuild and whatnot, is that he's very much a glue guy. And once you kind of trade that glue guy, everything else unravels. So I'm not sure if... It would be the smartest choice to uh, to trade Boro, no matter th- unless someone's offering like a first round pick. Which I mean, if they're doing that, then they're stupid. But overall, I think we uh, we shouldn't be looking at trading him. He's done really well this year. I also don't think you know Anderson's in a position to be traded unless Nielsen can come back, and it doesn't sound like he's anywhere close to returning. So I mean, that could just be like, hey. Don't rush it. You know, we need a rebuild. We don't need you back. Take your time with it kind of thing, which I don't mind. But it's going to be interesting. I think Nemestikov's a guy that can get traded. I think Pajot or Tierney, most likely Pajot. DeMello, probably not. I think they'll they'll try to re-sign him. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I don't think there's going to be much movement. I think Ennis is someone that they like and they may want to bring in next year. Uh, bring back for next year, I mean. So, I don't see it happening anytime soon. I think if there's going to be a trade, it'll probably happen within the next two weeks or so. So, that that's my opinion on the, the trade deadline part of things. So, we're going to focus in over to the AHL. And if you are not familiar, Ottawa, well, Belleville is sitting first in the Eastern Conference. They're a point ahead of Hartford, but Hartford has a game in hand. But they have a game in hand on Hershey, who's sitting third. And they are uh, still four points ahead of Rochester for fourth in the North Division, with Rochester having two games in hand. So we're still good. 
uh, still still doing pretty well. Their last ten games, eight one and one, and they had a remar- like a credible comeback against Laval on Saturday night where they were down four one heading into the third, and they won five four in overtime. They tied it with like I think under twenty seconds left, and might have been even under ten seconds left um, against Laval on Saturday, and it was spearheaded obviously by uh, by the big boys. It wasn't a lot of secondary scoring. It was a lot of big names. So uh, Carcone got on the board first for for Belleville. And yeah, it was 4-1 heading or in the third. And literally the last like under uh, under the uh, the last like six minutes, it was just all out of, uh, Belleville. Logan Brown scored to, to make it 4-2. Josh Norris from his stomach potted a rebound to make it 4-3. And then Rudolph Balsers potted it home with eight seconds remaining to get the tied game-tying goal at four. Uh, Norris and Branstrom had the assists on those. Four Menton had the assist on uh, with Carcone. So, um, you know, we and then Murray, his... Uh, his sixth of the season, assisted by Fermentin, was the game winner. He got his own rebound. It was great. So, a lot of, you know, uh, Gus, I believe, got the win. He kind of looked shaky uh, for the most part. But, you know, he looked shaky for the most part. But, I mean, that happens with the young goalies. It just wasn't his day. Uh, Keith Kincaid got beat five times on 37 shots. So, it was definitely a much-needed win. I uh, I don't think uh, teams will. Only the team will say no. They definitely put the boots to them. I think it was just one of those games where Gus really wasn't feeling himself that game. Jesper Kakiniemi for Laval made his AHL debut against Belleville. He picked up a point, so I think that's um, it's worth noting. I mean, they, him and Kachuk were picked. 1-2, or 3-4 technically, and Kachuk has, you know, started to live rent-free in Montreal heads, while Kakiniemi's down in Laval playing in the AHL. So, um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this season wraps up. I definitely think, definitely think they're making the playoffs, it's just a matter of when they clinch, so... I would, uh, if you're, if you can, I would definitely look at going down to a game before the rest of the, the end of the season, or going down for the playoffs. Because I know I'm going to try going down at least, maybe catch one more home game before the end of the season and catch one or two playoff games. So definitely do that. It's worth the, sh- it's worth it. It's so much fun. Atmosphere is great. Bands are great. I know it's a little bit of a drive, but it's worth it. But with that being said. That'll be the end of today's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Again, definitely answer the question. It'd be so much fun to get you guys involved. But we will catch you on Thursday with a new episode. And, uh, yeah, catch us on Frozen Biscuit 92 on Twitter. And stay frosty, you guys. See ya.